Are you thinking about canning your harvest, but are unsure if canning is for you? Today, you and I are going to walk through the pros and cons of preserving your harvest by canning. Let's get growing. Hello, and welcome to the Prages Plant Podcast, the show that talks about growing, growing a garden, a homestead, a healthy family, and most importantly, growing closer to God. I'm your host, Crystal Media, owner of the Red Ridge Farm Homestead, where our mission is to help women of faith find the courage to grow healthy food for their family while building a closer relationship with our Lord and Savior. That's you. Don't let the world hold you back. Pray, just plant. Hello, and welcome to the Prages Plant Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Media, and today in Season 3, Episode 3, we're going to talk about the pros and cons of canning. And asking that burning question, is canning, is preserving your harvest by canning, that means putting your harvest in jars with the lid and the ring, is that for you? So we're going to walk through those different pros and cons together to see if if canning is how you want to preserve your harvest. And canning also goes into do different things. There's pressure canning, there's water bath canning, there's different levels to canning. But we're going to talk about just the pros and cons of all of it together. There is other ways to, to preserve your harvest. You can dehydrate, you can freeze. Everything doesn't have to come down to canning. And including myself, I started out freezing because that was something that I knew I could do. It was easier. It was a simple process of blanching and freezing it in my freezer. Then I worked myself up to water bath canning. Then I worked myself up to pressure canning. Then I worked myself up to dehydrating. So I just want you to take this time to think about these pros and cons and see what is good for you. Now, the first pro is convenience. And I'm not talking about convenience for the ease of, of doing it, the ease of canning your produce. I'm talking about the convenience of being able to pull a can off or a jar off of your shelf, pour it into a saucepan, and you have warmed green beans for supper. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about convenience. And that convenience can go into so many different assets and ideas. Canning can be expanded from just a simple thing of doing green beans to being able to do a gravy or your meats or your sauces. Anything can be canned as long as you know the proper ways. And having that convenience is amazing. I know for myself, I never ever thought about canning potatoes. But I had these little tiny harvest potatoes. You know, the little ones are only about an inch. And usually they're really good as roast potatoes. They're just, you know, they just melt in your mouth because they're so little and fresh and they're about bite size. I didn't know what to do with them because I just didn't have the container down in my root cellar to keep these little potatoes in. And I learned about canning. They have to be pressure canned, but I learned about canning potatoes. And let me tell you, the convenience of pulling a jar off of the shelf, putting them in a pan, warming them in the oven with just a little bit of butter and salt and pepper was so easy and my family truly loved those potatoes. I have had dreams about those potatoes. When we ran out, it was like, oh, I want more of these. So that is a pro to canning is that we have convenience. Now let's get to a con. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to do a pro and then we're going to do a con. So one con of canning or preserving your harvest 
with the process of canning, water bath, or pressure is that you are going to lower the nutrient value of whatever you are canning by at least 65%. Now, I would find this something to worry about if you weren't already working really hard to grow and to preserve really high nutrient-dense fruits and vegetables. Even if you don't grow it yourself, if you purchase in season, all of those fruits or vegetables are going to have already a higher nutrient value than if you were to buy them out of season. And when you grow your own, you're already making sure they have a higher nutrient value. But you are going to lose some of that nutrient value in cooking as well. But canning is going to do the same thing, about 65%. Another pro is that you can be more self-sufficient. By having and learning the process of canning, you are going to be able to take that harvest that you've worked really hard for and put it on your shelves and you will not have to depend so much on the grocery store. You'll not have to depend on trucks bringing the produce and the or the canned goods to the grocery store. You will become a little bit more self-sufficient. A con to that though is you're going to need to have some kind of storage area. When you can, you're not just canning enough for the month like you do for grocery shopping. I know when I go grocery shopping, I purchase for the month. But usually when you're canning, you're going to be canning enough to try to get through the whole year or you're going to be trying to can your whole harvest, however much that's going to be. But that could be more than just a month's worth of jars on your shelves. You're going to need to figure out some kind of storage area, maybe think about building a root cellar, something that's going to help you keep those jars cool so that they will last longer for you and store better for you. So now it is time for the tips and tricks segment of this episode where we talk about a few bonus tips and tricks I use here at Red Ridge Farm. This week's tip is brought to you by the How to Plan Beyond the Harvest Handbook. This handbook empowers growers to develop a garden plan for beyond the harvest so they no longer have to deal with their harvest going to waste. This week we're going to be talking about even watering. Even watering is going to help your plants tolerate that heat a little bit more. One, because they're Roots are always cool, but also they don't go through what I call a feast and famine kind of stress. Just think about yourself. You have been outside all day long. You are getting thirsty and you're getting thirstier and you're getting thirstier and you start feeling stressed. Your body goes under stress. The same thing happens for your plants. They can feel stressed as well. And so when a plant is in stress, they're not going to be able to give the fruit of that plant the nutrients it needs. And by doing even watering, you're going to be able to fix that a little bit because they're not going to go through that feast and famine stress. And you can do this simply by instead of watering every couple days, water every day, but maybe for a shorter time. Or you can think about mulch. Mulch is going to be a great way, even if you don't want to put it right directly around your plants, putting it in the path is going to help store that water in the soil a little bit longer so that it stays more even between waterings. So let's get back to the pros and cons of canning. So a a pro can be that it's less expensive. Now this isn't talking about tools that you will have to purchase, but it's less expensive 
as in the things that you have to buy every single year are going to be cheaper than having to buy a can. You can also look at this as in less expensive on the environment. When you go to the grocery store and purchase a can that is only used once, yes, you can recycle some of them, but not all of them can be. When you can your own produce, you're using that jar over and over and over again until it gets a chip or until it cracks. Then it can be recycled, but glass starts from sand, so it's going to break down a little bit faster in the landfill or wherever it ends up. So it's going to be less expensive for you because the only thing you're going to have, once you have the initial purchase of all your jars, only thing that's going to have to be repurchased is your lids. Right now, they're even making reusable lids, so that cost is even going down even further. A con, though, would be that they have a shorter lifespan than a, a can of green beans. A jar of green beans is going to have a shorter lifespan just because it's going to be exposed to more um, sunlight if you don't have a proper storage area. But if you make sure that you have that storage area and it's someplace that's below 70 degrees, you're going to be able to store those jars for a few, quite a few years. If you have a good family that loves to eat their vegetables, you're not going to have to worry about this. But it is a con of canning. Another pro is that your harvest is going to last through the winter. You've worked really hard in the spring. You've may started your tomatoes in February. You have worked really hard through the spring getting your seedlings going. You've transplanted planted them outside. You worked all summer long weeding and watering and you have a harvest. Canning is going to help you take that harvest through the whole winter. And if you want to learn more about planning for the harvest, you can check out a new resource that I have, Planning Beyond the Harvest Handbook, that will walk you through the five steps that I've used over the years to make a plan for that harvest. And it does include preserving, but there's, uh, there's five different steps and preserving the canning part is only a part of that. That comes into another con. You're going to have to get equipment. That means you're going to have to get a water bath canner. You may have to get a pressure canner. You are going to need to buy jars, buy lids, buy rings. You're going to need to purchase things to do the equipment. But I truly have found, even though it seemed like a big purchase in the beginning, over the years, being able to reuse something extends its life and in the long run makes things a little cheaper. So now it is time for the Growing With God segment of this episode where we talk about building that relationship with our Lord and Savior. And this week's verse is from John 15, 13. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Jesus did this for us. He showed us the greatest love possible by laying down his life and God gave his son to lay down his life. Both of those are signs of great love. But for you and me, we also show great love when we do that hard work of homesteading, when we're out there in the heat weeding the garden, when we are milking morning and night to bring that nutrient-dense food in for our families. That is a sign of love. It's inside us to give that love and it is inside of us to also 
lay down our life, lay down our time, lay down our commitments and give them to our family to show them our love. And sometimes that's really hard to do. But when you remember that Jesus gave the greatest gift of all so that you can walk with him, you can talk with him, you can bring him along on that hard journey of loving your family, of working hard on your homestead. It's going to help give you that peace to keep doing the hard work and to also thinking about others. Think about others in your community that you could show a little love to. The greatest gift he gave us was his death on the cross. But the next was the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit talks to us daily. And when we share that peace with others, we are showing our life, our life with Christ to others. We're laying our life with Christ down in front of others so that they can see the greatest love that God gave us in us. When we show others and we give to others, we share that greatest gift that God gave us. And I just want you to remember this week that the greatest love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. John fifteen thirteen. So let's get back to the pros and cons of canning. One pro is that you get to preserve what you want. When you go to the grocery store, you are limited to what the truck brought in, what your grocery store owner ordered. But when you grow your own garden or you choose to maybe go to the farmer's market and preserve whichever you choose, you get to choose what it is. And you also get to pick, maybe you don't want to do just green beans. Maybe you want to do green bean onions and a little bit of bacon in there to have bacon, onion, green beans. You get to choose what you want to can. And to me, I think that is one of the greatest pros of growing a garden is that I get to choose varieties that I can't find at my local supermarket. But when I have those varieties that I can't find at the supermarket and now I've learned how to can them, I've taken that whole nother step forward. I have made the choices for my family even greater because I got to preserve what I wanted instead of just pick from what was available to me. Another con though of this is the knowledge. This is why when I said at the beginning of the to take these this idea and take it into steps, maybe you want to first learn how to water bath can and then you want to learn how to do pressure canning. All of canning is going to need knowledge. And the a con of that is that sadly a lot of this knowledge is being lost. But also a lot of people have been realizing that this knowledge has been being lost and they are starting to share it. You can find now online classes about canning. You can find great books about canning. There is so much information out there now that wasn't out there 10 years ago about canning because 10, 15, 20 years ago, it was slowly dying out. Only my grandparents knew about canning. I learned a lot from my 
my husband's mom. I um, learned a lot from my mom. I learned a little bit from neighbors, but they were always the older generation. So now we are in this time of homesteading where everybody is really trying to seek this knowledge. So in a way, it could be a con because you have to seek the knowledge. But right now it's a pro because there is so much knowledge out there. Another pro, like we were talking about before, where you get to pick what you want, you get to pick recipes that you want. Like I said before, you could put the onions and the green beans and the bacon all together. But you can do things that make it even more convenient for you, like I can my spaghetti sauce. Then I have a very convenient grab the spaghetti sauce just like you would at a grocery store. I've done that for myself. So you can pick any recipe. You could make your own ketchup. Another really fun recipe that we like here at the homestead is sour cream enchiladas. Well, that calls for a green chili pork sauce. Yes, I could buy that from a can from the grocery store, but I could also make that for myself, make it taste exactly the way I want it to, and then can it for my family. And you get to pick any recipe you want and can them. You just have to learn the proper guidelines for canning different produce because it all has to do with the acidity. Another con that is hard to not pass up is time. You are going to have to put in the time of canning. When you go to the grocery store and just purchase the can off the shelf, you just took the time of grocery shopping. But when you preserve it yourself, you're going to have to take the time of washing, dicing, slicing, um, washing your jars, purchasing your jars, washing your jars, getting the water ready, putting the jars in the hot water bath to sterilize them, pulling them out, packing the jars, putting in the salt. You're going to have to take the time to do all of the steps. Back in the day when everything was canned, everything was preserved by hand, families would work together. You would have a community of women who said, it's harvest time. Would you, my neighbor, come over and help me harvest and process my green beans? And then I'll give you a few jars. And then she would call me and say, hey, could you come over and help me process and do my tomatoes? That is one thing that has slowly been lost over this time. Now that word time is a little bit more heavy because now a lot of us are doing these skills all on our own just as a single family. I remember when the kids were little I didn't have much help. I canned in the evenings when George was home so that he could watch the kids so that I could get it done. That was my help was just having a babysitter. Now that my kids are older they do get to help me in the kitchen with cutting things up and getting things prepared but everything's going to take time. It, it takes 45 minutes to an hour to do one set of jars in a pressure canner for green beans. It's going to take time and this can be seen as a con if you're working by yourself but this also if you could get a community together and work together that time can be twofold that time can be a community resting on each other talking to each other having fun together if that is something that you can truly develop in your community I have slowly started doing that I've been asking neighbors to come over and help me I've been offering my help to other people Part of that education thing, when I was first learning, I would literally beg people to say, hey, I want to help you harvest your carrots. 
And can I bring over a, a bowl of my carrots too? And you can show me exactly how to do it. When I was first learning how to garden, I went and worked for a market gardener here locally for free because what I wanted to do was gain that knowledge. You can do that too. So I just want you to take some time and just think about these pros and cons because there's pros and cons to everything. But maybe some of these cons aren't as bad as you think. And maybe some of these pros are way better than you thought that canning could be. So I want to thank you for joining me here at the Pray Just Plant podcast. If you're new to the, to the podcast, I want to welcome you to the Red Ridge Farm community of fellow growers. And as always, don't let the world hold you back. Pray Just Plant.